Hey everyone, on today's episode we recap all the NBA's first round action as well as the juicy storyline so far. We also give our picks for the second round, discuss the W, Team Canada basketball, and Coach K retirement. So don't miss out. As always, we are proudly partnered with Amateur Hour Sports Network, so check us out on their website as well as anything to compass on our link tree in the IG bio. But first, know it all, spin that track one more time. Alright, we are back. Another episode long overdue. I don't know, it's been a couple of weeks. We went on vacation, enjoyed the games. But no, nothing better than coming back to a, another special guest. You guys met him before. Maybe not through a full full podcast, but here and there you heard his, heard, heard his voice and saw his pics. But a good friend of the podcast, Dave. How's it going? Thanks, good, thanks for good. coming thanks, back. Th- thanks for having me back. Take two. Uh, Take you know, two, yeah. <laughs> uh, I am hoping to avoid the Paul George in the playoffs level of performance here. I think he had a good game. He had a good game seven. He had a good game seven. Yeah. Although, although you did per- you did perform. You were you were uh, you did perform last time. It just like for some reason your stats were just missing. No, what, what it was is I had I listen. I was the guy who could like you're like oh that guy just crossed someone out and he had no finish at the rim like they were just like <laughs> okay, yeah, fair, fair, fair. yeah, you know, fair. it's kind of like uh, <laughs> it's kind of like like last game was like his first game off the bench and now is like his first his first start. There you go. Got there you it, go. Got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah. He's like I, re- I had to rehab the rehab the 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 image here because it was it was not. <laughs> I, I was going out like Andre Drummond on, in a game six. It was just not going to be. Wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> I, love, I love the references. Uh, all right, but yeah, Liam, thanks for coming back again as usual. Every a weekly, a weekly member of the pod. Yeah, let's been? do this. Been pretty good. Uh, yeah. You know, had some uh, had some decent bets that uh, paid out in the first round. Um, nice, nice. So happy with that. I have my Clippers future still alive, which was looking pretty dicey. So, yeah. uh, but I don't know. They're just kind of a bare minimum team, I guess. So I'm sure we'll get into it all and uh, excited to talk some. It's been, a, it's been a really good first round. Second round has been better. All these matchups, I think, could go either way in the second round. Yeah, for sure. And we're definitely going to get into it. Um, so actually, why don't we just do it? Right just dive right into it. We'll start with like, we'll start with the East and then we'll go with the West because we just, a game's just finishing right now as we're filming um, on June 6th on a Sunday. So let's go right into it. Um, we, everyone, everyone in the world saw our picks. On Instagram, <laughs> uh, with a beautiful graphic that our, my boy John put up put up for us. Um, yeah, honestly, Dave, I know you want to talk to it, but you didn't do so hot in that first round. No, no, I did not. And thank and thank you for bringing that up. That's, that's <laughs> nice. So this is the kind of show this is. It's uh, it's uh, Maury Povich. It's Jerry Springer. Okay, I see what yeah, I see yeah, what's yeah. going. All right, all right. Thanks very much. No, no, I did. I uh, oh boy. Uh listen, I I want to go on record though. Yeah, I know it's mm-hmm. lost to history, but none of us were all that huge on Trey Young going in and dominating no. and, and being the you know the healer. Everyone, so I'll take the hit, but I'm bringing every motherfucker with me. Like I just like <laughs> it's all coming down with. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, no, I, I did not do so. Well, you know what? Though? I looked at it. Like I picked Philly. I maybe didn't pick the, the number of games. I think I was off on the number of games. But I picked Philly to win. They won. Mm-hmm. I picked Milwaukee to win. I didn't think they were going to sweep, but you know we'll get into it. Yeah. Uh, who else was in the East? Uh, I picked. So just a recap. So for Philly, all three of us picked Philly to win. Yeah. Uh, the Nets, all three of us picked the Nets to win, and then the Bucks, all three of us picked the Bucks to win, and then the Hawks was Liam's the only one that picked the Hawks to win, and I believe in that was in seven, right, Liam? 
and then uh, you and I day picked in the Knicks. Yeah. So you know, I, I, three and one in the East ain't that bad. No, it's not bad at all. Not too shabby. Utah. Uh yeah okay uh I had Utah I think everyone had Utah beating Memphis yeah, I think we all, all three like of, all three of us did yeah Ja Ja you're it's nice to see you but you know it's not happening mm. and then <laughs> the, let's be honest this series that's finishing up tonight on Sunday because we're recording on Sunday right this mm. series that we're finishing up is was a was a pick 'em a toss 'em I had the Mavs and uh no I I had the Clippers didn't I you had the Clippers yeah you I did the have the Clippers I had them in six not seven. Yeah, I think, uh, let me double check. So you had him in six. Yeah, that's yeah, correct. Yeah, right? And so I had, so, you know, I I didn't do so great. The thing that blew up was was the Lakers one, man. Like, oh, my God. I think oh. that blew everyone's. Yeah. And it wasn't so much my picks. I'll, 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 I'll head it back to you, Dan. But it wasn't so much my picks. It was the conviction behind my picks that I think was what put them. Because I was like, I was I was Charles Barkley on the TNT set, just hitting the, that button, right? That Garon. Yeah, like the, I was so confident that Trey Young was going to get his ass handed to him, yeah. and he just served it up. Good for him. Yeah, and good and, for and him. It was fu- and it was funny because we, we were talking in our pre-pod meeting that we usually do on Friday, and I said like one of the coldest takes for me was saying Julius Randle was going to be one of the best players in that series, <laughs> and he he put up stinkers throughout that whole series. So, so I feel you though. I feel you. I, I had some uh, some bad calls there too. <laughs> yeah, I think for the majority of the part, all of us guessed, right? We I think we only switched in a couple. I think, Dave, you had Portland I did. Uh, coming out of that series. And then, like we said, Liam had the Hawks. But everyone, all of us picked like the same teams to win, which is usually the favorite. And then, we obviously, of course, the Lakers is the one we got wrong. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I think Liam was the only one calling sweeps. Unfortunately, Liam didn't hit any, on, on any, any of his sweeps. But they were close. I think Dave and I both predicted four ones for the 76ers and Nets. Um, so that, that, that came true. Same with Utah as well. So we were pretty accurate those, but honestly, overall we called, we called what we could. And I think the Lakers one, we can't be too upset about because I feel like a lot of people had them going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and the Portland series, sorry, I know Liam's going to jump in here in a second, but the Portland series, let's be honest, Michael Porter Jr. Going off like that. We kind of were like, Oh, this he's arrived. No one saw Monte Morris coming in like Monte Morris. Like, Mm-hmm. That guy, that guy played out of his mind. Well, yeah, he what did. was what was Dame's stat line in a loss? That's got to be the best stat line ever in a lot in a loss. Like that, <laughs> and that was what game five. So that was the tipping point. That was like the the big game of the series. So yeah, that that one could have really gone either way. Yeah, I agree, and I think. Um, like to what David and like Liam said, like a lot of things that we we couldn't really calculate for, especially like we knew Dame was going to go off, but we just didn't know that he really had like no support around him to, to help him overcome like the Den- an injured Denver Nuggets because they didn't have yeah. Jamal Murray. Um, I did. I, the reason I didn't pick the Portland Trailblazers is because I knew they did not play any defense. So <laughs> maybe that's why Mo- and well, Monte guess, yeah. Morris was, was popping off. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know. Like they were, the, they were the 29th ranked defense in the regular season. Um, they, they just like blow, blowing leads left and right. Like I just thinking to my memory, the, the last game they played, they blew a 14 point lead in the third quarter. So it's like stuff like that that like it's not going to help you win games, and if you're only getting carried by one person, it's extremely tough. Yep. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, look, McCollum's. There's going to be a lot. I mean, the mutually parting of ways, which is a, such a <laughs> such a bullshit. With yeah, you, you fire him. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. We all know it. You fire yeah. him. Um, but okay. So like he goes. 
you know, they go and they make a coaching change and, you know, I'm sure maybe we'll get into this later or, or, you know, whenever, but like Portland's proven now that this team can't win. Mm -hmm. McCollum, Mm. Lillard, grab some other guys around the corner, you know, Hey, you know, Derek Jones, let's, uh, welcome to, welcome to Portland. You know, if flight, whatever, who cares? Like the guy's a bench player. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, said it. they do. I said it. I'm now I'm saying that because he lives in, he's in Portland right now to, yeah. to, you know, like the other side of the continent. And I'm not saying it to his face. <laughs> I, but here's the thing. And I, I want to hear what you guys think too. I think that Portland is always going for like when they're trading and they, they picked up Norm Powell, who was really good. But really good mm. is not going to get you further. You need great. You know, yeah. you go and you pick up uh, uh, Covington, Covington last right? year. Yeah, right? Robert Covington. Yeah. He's good. Mm. Not great. Carmelo Anthony was a value play because, you know, you had he was in the discount bin mm-hmm. next mm-hmm. to, you know, copies of, um, you know, the, the first Fantastic Four movie with uh, with Jessica mm. Alba. Like, you can get them <laughs> for $5.99. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. You're gonna put, you're you're gonna end up in a, with a situation where he is going to be much like Carmelo in New York. Damian Lillard, the prime of his career, is going to be wasted by having these like okay teammates. Mm-hmm. Now McCollum's better than okay; he's a fringe All Star, but I think you got to yeah. really look at what McCollum's bringing to your team and maybe what he can get you to make your team bigger. Anyway, I'll throw uh, that. That's my yeah. rant about Portland. And I think there's only one thing I want to say before Liam answers. It's like, I think that you just need a better complimentary player to Dame than CJ. That, that, like, because like you said, there's a lot of average around him, but the one that's not average is CJ. But I think he just doesn't fit that well, in my opinion. But Liam, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, if you guys were in Walmart and you saw in the bargain bin there, one 36-year-old Carmelo Anthony and one Fantastic Four with Jeff Galba, which, which is a better purchase out of the bargain bin? Oof. That's a good right, question. No, I mean, we're that, talking, that, that is that is prime Jessica Alba. Though. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like that's that's, <laughs> a, that's like peak Alba, right? That, like and that movie mellow. she did where she's where's <laughs> that one where she and her boyfriend Paul like Paul Walker's her boyfriend and they're like forced to go treasure hunting or something. <laughs> did you guys hear, you know what I'm talking? It basically it was the excuse to put Paul Walker with the shirt off and Jessica Alba in a bikini, and it was like oh, this true. is a, an adventure I, movie. Um, yeah, I don't know if I saw that one. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're, Daniel, I can look at, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at your cattle. I'm looking at the shelf behind you right now, and I know what, I know what's back there. Just all, all Jessica Alba. All Jessica Alba, the, the, the Alba hits. Uh, Liam, that's a great question. Mm. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, I think... it, depends on, it depends on what I need. If it's a Friday night, I'm probably going Jessica Alba. But if it's Tuesday in, and I'm in, stuck in Minnesota, yeah. I might grab Carmelo and let him hit some, hit some three. Fair enough. Um... But no, in all seriousness, I found it like pretty, pretty hilarious how quickly like Portland loses that series, and they're like, "Oh my god, we just stank out the joint." Dame played amazing. He's gonna leave us. We got to do something quick. Okay, fire the coach, Dame. You can pick the next coach. Please stay with us. I swear, you 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 pick the next one. Whatever you want. It was like everybody panic. We need to keep this guy. I thought it was yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're so you're saying that the, the the Portland front office right now is a bit like. Um, <laughs> that guy who's lo- who's like looking to staring down the barrel of his third divorce. Like yeah. he's just like, no, whatever, it's okay. You pick the curtains. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'll drive the Camry. It's fine. Yeah, it means nothing to me. <laughs> whatever you want. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think I think 
like partially has something that like was a long time coming too because I feel like they were always almost there and then this is a season where you could really tell like okay Dame actually needed a lot more and like enough is enough so like and I think to keep them is a big thing too like what Liam's saying you have to make these changes I think Terry Stotts was already on like kind of the the hot seat a little bit yeah um and this kind of just tipped it over you just took well, them as I mean, far as gonna... they could go Terry Stotts is not a great coach. Yeah. Yeah. Hot take. Maybe I'm Stephen A. Smith in it here, but he's not a great. His record overall, his his remember, he's coached three teams now. He's mm-hmm. coached the Hawks, the Bucks, and the and the Blazers. Right. Every time he comes in, he has a couple of good seasons. You know what his lifetime record as a head coach is? He uh, I I don't have the full number, but his winning percentage is five uh, ten. Mm, not so he's kind of like the players you're saying. Solid, not great. Coach, but, solid, not great. Yeah, he's listen. He's that Jason Jason Statham sequel in the right in the bin right next to it. Like yeah. he's, you're like you're like listen I, for ninety minutes. I can watch this. This isn't that bad. But do I? Yeah. Am I am I taking this as like the one movie on the on the stranded on the from stranded on the desert yeah. island? No. No. Yeah. True. True. I like those, but. Uh, Honestly, we'll leave it at that, that take from Dave because I love that. But we got to move on to some some other storylines. For example, the Lakers and the Suns. That's a huge uh, one. Buried the lead. That I, was, I, want, I, wanted to, yeah, I wanted to hear your take. But Liam, we'll start off with you. What, what are your thoughts on that series? Man, I uh, to be honest with you, after my predictions on the show, I went and hedged. And uh, I saw the Suns were underdogs on the, uh, like mm-hmm. in the series. And I bet on them. Um, and I don't know, especially after game one, I was happy, but it was kind of a roller coaster of emotions because then game two and three, the Lakers come back. And I'm like, well, that's a lost bet, but at least I'll get the prediction yeah. right. And then Davis goes down and oh, and then the Suns killed them basically the rest of the series. So it was, mm-hmm. uh, it was a roller coaster ride. To be honest, I was talking like Peyton and I were watching where, and I was talking with some other buddies, like is, even when, mm-hmm. when the Lakers were down three, two, everyone was like, okay, well it's still LeBron. Like there's no way he's going to get knocked out. In the first yeah. Round. And I kind of was yeah. like, I don't know guys. I honestly think this could be the one, like, have you seen, did you see his effort in game in game five? Like he didn't even care in that first half. It seemed like um, he turned it on in game six, but it's just too little too late. Chris Paul, the wily, uh, wily veteran, you found a way to win. Devin Booker. Um, obviously, Booker went off. Aiton played. Yeah. Uh, Aiden I didn't know Aiton had wonderful the whole series. Yeah, I didn't think he had that in him as as a young player, as a young big to be a to be a winner at that level. And yeah, LeBron just uh, he couldn't get it done this time, which is incredible. First round, uh, first ever first round loss for LeBron. Um, yeah, but yeah, I was kind of I wasn't as scared as I normally am betting against LeBron is I guess how I would describe it. It was actually like you know interesting. What? I think uh, we got this. Interesting. How about you, Dave? Well, I mean, yeah, I think if AD's healthier, like because he wasn't healthy all season, like what, like eight mm. injuries this season, different listed for out. That, that, and that's scary too for the Lakers. Well, I mean, that's long term. That's a, that's a question um, for yeah. sure. But in terms of that series, like if AD's healthy. Mm. Does does that make a difference? I think it does. I think it gets them mm-hmm. at least to a game seven, and then it's kind of a toss up. Yeah, um, yeah. But LeBron is like, I don't know if you guys are big ESPN first take guys, but like Max Kellerman came out a good month month and a half ago and said we're watching the the, the decline of LeBron. Mm. LeBron is in decline, and everyone was like, "Wait, it's LeBron," but he's not wrong. Yeah, LeBron has been the last two seasons. LeBron has been injured for longer than he's and ever been out. Yeah. 
Right. Uh, even last, sorry, that was two seasons ago. Last year he was pretty yeah, relatively yeah, healthy, but he's still, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I they said it on the broadcast, and I and I kind of understand why he didn't do it. They were saying the, the broadcaster was saying, "Go, go, 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 go." You know, LeBron just got to dominate and look to score. Right. But that's not necessarily always his game. He's not like a I'm going to go off for 60, 50. Mm. You know, he's not a, he's not a pure scorer. That's never been his game. Yeah. But if I'm in the Lakers, um, I'm wondering if I, you know, did I did I tie myself to two old horses? Yeah. Definitely, you know, like horses that are breaking down a little bit more often than you'd want them to. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? And so if you've tied up, if, if your cap situation is such that you've got two max guys, you know, the cap's probably flat for the next couple of years because you're not going to see growth because of the, the, the pandemic, yeah. right? Like yeah. maybe next year it goes up, but this year it's, it's flat. You got to really look. And then they say something dumb like, oh, we really like Andre Drummond. <laughs> if you liked Andre Drummond, you'll play him in game six, yeah. don't you? Yeah. He's a part of the future, Sorry. they said, eh? Well, what? No. Yeah, he's part of the future in that in the future, we are going to sign and trade him to get something else that we like better. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. mm-hmm. I think it's uh, to your to, to your question. Uh, that's my feeling is that the Lakers, I, I think, got exposed um, for the team that they are because they like the guys around them, Wes Matthews, Dennis Schroeder. They're good players. They're not bad yeah. players. But if you don't have the engine, that car ain't going. Yeah, and I and I think like also to add to that, like there was a lot of questions going into like near the end of the regular season because LeBron was basically just came back the last was it the second last game of the regular season last game, um, and they didn't play a lot of games before that in terms of like leading up to the playoff the like the playoffs or the playing games, um, so that was a big question mark was like were they going to be able to pick it up again from not playing together and playing as a team with LeBron being out, AD being out, and so on and so forth. And, I mean, I don't know if a lot – I don't want to say it was because of that, the reason they lost, but it was to, like, your point, Dave. Like, you needed more, you needed more than just a LeBron James and uh, semi-healthy Anthony Davis to, to go back past a team like the Spurs, which some people were writing off, too. Well, I mean, you look at the team that beat them, right? Mm-hmm. Chris Paul is a superstar, but Chris Paul yeah. – he played very well, but would you say that he was a, that he was the dominant force in that in that series? No, no. right? No. Was Booker I, I, in the home games for a couple, for a couple last, games? Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, a couple for the games, last couple sure. games and, two, and like two, three stuff, games but he had in the first game yeah. in the middle where he had like what mm. seventeen and eighteen something like that. Yeah. So they relied on the fact that like the Jake Crowder was unbelievable on the defensive end. Yeah. Um, Bridges, I always mix them up with. Mikael Bridges, I, yeah. 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 I, I always mix him up with the Bridges in uh, in Charlotte. Miles so Bridges, I, yeah. <laughs> but Bridges played great, too. Like, mm-hmm. Cam Payne, Cam Johnson, like, these guys came off, you know, and gave them, like, that. So the depth of the team, the team itself, um, was, it's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. And, and you can, in like, and there was, like, you can see the effect of, like, I'm not trying to gas up Jay Crowder so much, but you just saw the effect of, his impact on a, on a winning team. When you just look back at what he did with Miami in the bubble, um, and then how he impacted their team, and then he left and came to the Suns, and you see how he impacts their team. And when he leaves, I'm not saying the reason Miami got slept, uh, swept is because he left, but like he, it does, yeah, it does it hurt him a little did. bit. They didn't, they weren't as deep. They they weren't as good defensively, like Miami weren't as scrappy. wasn't as good defensively as we're used to them. We're, we're not scrappy, crowded. exactly, exactly, exactly. So you see that impact, and um, you can't help but think like how valuable Jerry Carter could be to a team, like a winning team as a role player. 
So, Liam, are you hearing the same thing I am, that, that he's voting um, right now uh, finals MVP? Yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> I heard that. I mean, he, Dan, yeah, wrong, he was Dan, going at it with now. LeBron the if, whole if, series, if, and he's one of the few to... Uh, if, if, Kawhi, if Kawhi could win it, if Kawhi could win it for guarding LeBron James won, won finals, and I think Jay Crowder could win it for guarding Durant, mm, just saying. Look at that. <laughs> Oh, hot take. There it is. Mark the uh, tape. Mark the tape. <laughs> no, no. Hey, Durant's a guy who uh, you can get under his skin, and Crowder's getting under people's skin, so. You just tweet at, you just, you just tweet at Durant to get under yeah, skin. Yeah, true. <laughs> just, just, all you got to do to go to Durant, first of all, I saw the best picture side by side. It was it was Kevin Durant and Jack the, the Pumpkin King from uh, The yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my God, it's the same guy. Um... <laughs> But Kevin Durant, literally, all you have to do is talk about his hairline, like, the, or what's going on in the back, <laughs> and he will. No, it's true. Like some some fan uh, was giving it, giving him the gears. Apparently, in the in the first round, and he was like, he was like losing it on the bench. So there it is, the the, the kryptonite to the Brooklyn mm-hmm. Nets. Talk about whatever going on back back there. <laughs> all right, all right. So that's a perfect, a perfect ending to that, the West series that we, the storylines we talked about. But let's move over to East. There's a couple big ones. Um, we won't really refer to the Philly Wizards game because it was kind of scrappy at points, but Philly was obvious favorite there as well as the, uh, what was it? The, the Nets Celtics. Um, but let's get to like the Bucks heat. That was something that we, we couldn't predict. Well, we didn't predict at all. We, we predicted the Bucks to win, but we all had in seven. So like Dave, tell me a little bit what, what went on there in terms of, um, that, that sweep that they did, like the surprising sweep. Okay, so I, I mean, I have I have a couple of takes on this one. Mm-hmm. I, I think Milwaukee was just like, yeah, we want them again. They 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 bounced. We were supposed to go to the finals last year. They took us out. We we're, this is the team we want. And you swap mm-hmm. Bledsoe out for for Drew Holiday. Big you've already got a better <laughs> defender, right? Yeah, absolutely. It, it's a big plus. Uh, I think they had them circled. I think that was a team that they wanted, right? Like I think, mm-hmm. and the matchup. Like let's be honest. I don't know what Spolstra and the Heat were doing. Not throwing Bam on uh, on Giannis early. Yeah, they waited until yeah. the second half of Game Three when you're already down to be like, well, maybe Bam should guard. Yeah, maybe he should since that's what worked <laughs> last year. So <laughs> I'm just saying, like throwing Trevor Ariza and and Andre Iguodala out there is nice, but which leads me to my second point, which is uh, a take I had uh, on my show last week, which is I don't think Jimmy Butler's a true superstar. Yeah. There's been um, some buzz. Okay. I know, I know. On that. I, got, I don't listen, think you're the only one. My neighbor, my neighbor Brandon, who's who's mm-hmm. my frequent co-host on my show. Brandon and I talked about this, and he's like, he's a big Jimmy Butler. But let me let me get you to this. So mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler goes uh, breaks out with the Bulls. Who were his teammates when he broke out with the Bulls? Derek, Pete, Derek Rose, Pete, Joakim Noah. <laughs> yeah, they leave, or you know, Rose breaks down. The Bulls with Butler not so great. Get me out of here. This is a losing organization. He goes to Minnesota now. He goes to Minnesota, and they do make the playoffs for the first time, and I do think that he was a, a good sort of drill sergeant, ass-kicking kind of guy for some of those guys. But mm-hmm. he plays with peak Carl Anthony Towns, and what we saw this year with Tom Thibodeau is that man will squeeze any basketball out of anything he's got. Reggie Bullock is not a, a, a starter in the league, but Reggie Bullock looks like a starter on the Knicks because of what Tom Thibodeau did. Then mm-hmm. he goes to Philly, and he's the fourth option. Now, he was the best player in in the series against the Raptors in 2019. Right. But that's because he was guarded by the fourth best guy on the floor. He's not a great outside shooter. 
And for all the talk of Jimmy Butler being a lockdown defender, why then do you have, have Jimmy Butler guarding their best player? Why is Jimmy Butler not – he's not even guarding Middleton. Half the time yeah. he's on Bryn – whatever the hell that guy's <laughs> name is. Mm-hmm. Bryn Forbes. Like, I'm just saying, Jimmy Butler is a very, very, very good player. Probably a really good Pippen, not a Jordan, if you get my – Definitely not a That's my take on that. And so Miami got exposed. Yeah, I, I do agree with you. So with some of the points that you made, I think he does bring out some good, and and he, I think he is a good teammate sometimes. If if when the going's going, I guess I should say, like when when it's going good, he's a good teammate. You see him joking around with his teammates, but sometimes when the going gets tough, uh, Jimmy Butler gets going. As you saw against Philly, I I would still say he's the best player on Philly. I wouldn't say he was a fourth best because I do think Embiid became what he was later on, like as the superstar he is. I think MB was still young, very injury riddled at that point of his career. He couldn't get really anything going like that well. And same, and Ben Simmons was still really young too. So I, I would still think Jimmy Butler was probably the best on that team. You're telling me that Jimmy Butler is the, I, I, I could argue with you the third best player, but are you, t- are you seriously dead? Are you trying to tell me that, that going into that series, you were like, well, this series rests on Jimmy Butler, not on whether Embiid or whether it's Simmons. Come on. I think the go-to scorer was Jimmy Butler that season. And if he couldn't get going against Kawhi, then who do you have? Like, I don't think Embiid's going to go Kawhi up. Kawhi wasn't guarding him. Kawhi. Kawhi, wasn't, Kawhi was guarding Ben Simmons. No, but I'm saying, like, like bucket for bucket. I'm not saying, like, like okay, defending each other. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the reason Embiid didn't turn – Embiid was having a great season until Marcus Gasol took up residence and was like, you know what? Oh, yeah. I really like your head. I'm going to live in that <laughs> space for the next little while. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to set up a, a tent and my espresso yeah. machine. Don't mind me. You know, and, I, and I'm good to go. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Uh, I mean, uh, I Dan, that. you're entitled to Dan. You're entitled to your opinion, and on this, I would heaven for me be for me to call you out on your show, but I, I disagree with it. you completely. That that on uh, on that. Kind I really like that. Um, yeah, but no. Like, sorry, Dan. Yeah, go ahead. Mm. No, 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 go. No, I was no, just gonna no, say, no. I really liked that Jimmy Butler little rant and like the lineage of his career. I've just that's like something I've never thought of. Um, I thought you made some great points. I do think Butler is me yeah probably not a first guy i think he's a fantastic second guy like he's still a foxhole guy that's gonna fight and a guy that i absolutely want on my team to playoff series um on the on the best versus fourth best player i think it probably falls somewhere in the middle from each of your guys extremes there <laughs> i would say mm-hmm. i would say second or third um from that philly team he uh i still think Embiid was the key obviously um but I don't, I don't know. I'm liking this. I'm liking this uh, little debate, and I liked that that lineage there, Dave. Yeah. Um. It'll be interesting to see. Uh. I don't know how Jimmy's kind of getting into the. What is he like? Thirty one. Yeah, he's thirty. 30. Be interesting yeah. to see if he's got a right. a bit of a, a bit of a second, maybe not second wind quite yet. But um, I don't know. He seems like older mm-hmm. than than you'd think because he's kind of a guy that took a little while to get going. Um. I don't know. I still think right. he's a he's a a winning player. Right. Oh. And, but before, mm-hmm. go ahead, David. Sorry, I, add something. I, I, let me be clear. I don't think that he, yeah. if you have Jimmy Butler on your team, you're down. You're bound yeah. to the lottery. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying you have to question whether Jimmy Butler is the guy who you can you can build your entire franchise's future on. That's all. Mm-hmm. And listen, we that's the, most guys. Yeah, know? of course. <laughs> like if you're talking true super game breaking superstars, it's really hard. There's probably like right, eight right. or ten. Maybe twelve guys p- uh, across the league. Yeah, right. And he's not right. there. I mean, I until this fair. year, like if you put it that way, that's true. And yeah. until this year, would you have said Ben Simmons was one of those guys? I mean, he was right, right there. 
I mean, Ben Simmons, I think, has had, had a breakout year this year because he finally embraced who he is, which is you don't need to jack threes to be important to this game. You're going to facilitate and you're going to lock down. And mm-hmm. is there anybody Ben Simmons no. can guard? Like, would <laughs> no, you say that Ben Simmons no cannot, absolutely cannot guard anyone? Absolutely not. No, he could guard anyone. That, that's anyone. a superstar. one of all sizes yeah. and skill that, sets. That's fair. That's fair. See, uh, when you when you when you first started your rant, I thought you meant like he's not like an all star or like an elite player. But if you're like in terms of building your franchise around, I totally understand that. Did you I see totally when they yeah, in sure. uh, the closeout game against Washington, they started um, uh, Simmons at center? I thought that was fantastic, and he looked great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, I actually last season before Daryl Morey unlocked the the special key that opened the door for Philly to be successful. You know, getting Doc Rivers and a bunch of three point shooters. Um, mm-hmm. big, big surprise. Yeah, no kidding. Um, <laughs> but like, hey, I got two guys who can't shoot but are dominant at, in every other force. So just yeah. get some shooters. Mm-hmm. Never thought of that. Thanks. Like, you know, this is this is Happy Meal stuff, buddy. It's it, it's like the maze on the back of the Happy Meal. It's not yeah, that no complicated. Kidding. But yeah. he goes and he he goes and he gets him. But like, you know, um, I just think that like Philly was one of those teams where you were always like, ah, I don't know, I don't know, super. But now, I actually advocated for trading him, uh, Embiid because I thought he was a, you know, I didn't think he had it with this season in him. He's, he's been remarkable. I actually said trade him and put Simmons at the five and let him do, let him be Nikola Jokic without the three-point yeah. shot. Like, have, just have guys cutting, let, you know, run a huge, crazy motion yeah. offense, uh, you know, and just let him... Let well, that's him what was happening in the closeout game there. He was... Using his size on his gu- uh, guys guarding him, double team comes over immediately finds a cutter or finds open guy. In the corner. Yeah, he's an excellent passer for sure. Yeah, and I, and I completely agree with like when we Liam and I did, were discussing, especially in the beginning of the season, like oh with those packages for like James Harden and stuff like that. When Pavelli was a big like a big uh, question mark whether what they were going to do with Ben Simmons package up to Houston or whatnot. And I think a lot a lot of that we we talked about was like. Like Ben Simmons would be perfect to build yeah. a team around. To your point, Dave, because he is so good at playmaking and he's a really good defender. And if you just build like like you said, three point shooters around him, he can be the focal point of an offense and defense and still be really good. And then obviously the James Harden component being really good with Embiid and stuff like that. So we definitely like talked about those points, and it's really nice seeing like what you said, Dave. Ben Simmons kind of being incorporated in that way and getting the most use out of him. And that's credit to Doc Rivers and um, Daryl Morey as well. <laughs> and. The opposite, yeah, so I opposite of credit to Houston Rockets yeah. for preferring to have, you know, a few years of the 25th pick in the draft rather than getting Ben Simmons. That is just looking yeah. like a horrible decision. <laughs> worse and worse. They're the asking for too much. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. And I actually did want to ask you guys one thing. It's funny how some of the teams that were inquiring or um, looking that they might get Larry are faring out to be now. Because I think they're getting a little bit exposed. Like you saw Miami was a big target who wanted to get Larry. And I feel like they would have needed someone like Larry in that series. I don't know if it would have sh- shaped the sh- series for them to win, but they definitely wouldn't have got swept. Also, with um, the Clippers as well, it looks like they needed a point guard. Like, you can't you can't have Reggie Jackson be your main focal uh, point to, like, running your offense and stuff like that. So I think it's funny, like, just to me, like, seeing maybe because I'm just a Raptors diehard and I wanted, I wanted to get more value for Larry, but I think it's just funny to see some of the, these teams that were trying to get Larry and maybe thought uh, the Raptors asking for too much are kind of struggling in that regard in terms of that position. 
And then you see it in the playoffs. Hey, uh, Reggie Jackson hit a big shot today. He uh, showed up I in did, the fourth yeah, quarter. I, I shouldn't make, I shouldn't have brought this point up now because like he's no. went off. But I don't know. You say <laughs> that Miami wouldn't have got swept with Lowry. I don't know. I mean, they were kind of run out of the gym in most games. Um, but no, you make you make a solid point. Any any team could have used Lowry, and they shouldn't have been uh, like asking price what an extra first rounder for a good team. Like, what is that? That's nothing. Like yeah. they definitely should bank. Well, right. here's the thing. That tells you what the GMs thought about. Okay? Yeah. That to me tells you what. Like if Miami, if uh, Pat Riley and and uh, I don't even know, does he still have Randy Fun down there? I don't, I don't even know to be honest. But his, his, the brain trust there are like, you know, we give up Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero or whoever mm-hmm. the Raptors. Even if you can take the Raptors down, you say, listen, we'll give you Kendrick Nunn, Kelly Olynyk, and the. Uh, and uh, this year's first, and and two, and uh, the twenty three uh, first, so two first for, and those guys, and you somehow get inside to buy on, bite on. They're clearly Pat Riley clearly thinks that the next two picks, those two picks, and Kendrick Nunn are worth more than Pat Riley because he doesn't believe in his team. Yeah, and I think I think I'm not saying was... he doesn't think he's got a good team, mm-hmm. and you know, hey, we made it to the finals and whatever, yeah. blah, blah blah blah, but. I think he was realistic about what what the ceiling was for this version of the Miami. Yeah. True, and uh, but I, I also think I did the Raptors. I think believe wanted Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson, like one of them. Like it had to oh. be like one of them plus like a certain like players or or picks as well. Oh, so, listen, we we yeah. weren't taking Kelly Olynyk and Kendrick. <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. All right. Okay. Well, I just wanted to pose that question and put it out there, but I do wanted to move on to the. The Knicks Atlanta, the last storyline I want to talk about before we, we reveal our picks. Why do you want to hear me like that? Hey, I felt that too. I had I had that, that cold, cold Julius Randall take, <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll start off with Liam because Liam, you're the only one that predicted the Atlanta Hawks winning this, this series yeah. out of us three. So and, well, well, I'll yeah. give it to you first. I'll take a bit of credit, but when I said I think their guard play is going to be stronger, I didn't expect uh, Trey Young to be putting up the numbers he did. <laughs> and well, maybe the numbers he did, but also yeah. he just... He dominated every game and he controlled every game and he was making smart winning plays that something that I didn't think Trey Young had in him maybe to that level. Um, but yeah, I don't know. My big takeaway from this series was like, I don't know. Have we ever seen a, a lower seed dominate a tops or a higher seed? I know it's just a four or five like that. Like I was kind of, I was, I was like, how, is, how are the Hawks the five seed in this series? Like every single game, pretty much. I thought they were well, well, the better team. Well, I mean, they, 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 by all rights, they would be the fourth if they hadn't had the start, right? Like they that's, had a, that's another thing. Yeah. Start. Like they were, a, they were a dump, maybe they not were dumpster limited. fire, but they were looking like in big, big trouble. Like what is going to happen to this team next off season at the start of the season? Um, now they could be playing for, uh, I mean, they won game one. It looked really good today. So they could be playing in a Eastern conference final in a couple weeks, quite the turnaround. Yeah, for sure. And and I think like I think like this is something that I I definitely did not anticipate. I think I did not put that much respect on Trey Young's name when I was making my prediction. Um I did not think I thought he was just going to be one of those like regular season mm-hmm. players, puts up numbers against teams that don't play um don't put the most effort on defense in the regular season and then in playoffs he's going to get ex- yeah, absolutely exposed. But man, I was completely wrong. Turns out that was Julius Randle. I was Randall. completely wrong. <laughs> that right? Yeah, yeah. I picked the wrong guy. I picked the wrong wow. guy. Wow. <laughs> Twist that Nick's knife. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, look, uh, 
yeah, if I can, if I can just jump in on it, like yeah, I go think, for it. Look, the 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 thing that Trey that impressed me Trey with Trey Young, yeah, the numbers are the numbers, and we, you know, he can yeah. go off like he's that. It was the mm-hmm. passing that he was able to do when he saw doubles, and he recognized them um, before he got trapped and was was able to pass out of them. But it was also like the stage presence, for lack of a better mm-hmm. way to put it, like. He was not yeah. intimidated by New York and the lights and the history mm-hmm. of the garden. I mean, when he hits, listen, when you're up double digits in the elimination game and you hit the three and then turn at center court and bow to the crowd. Oh, yeah. That's so badass. That is like, <laughs> that is, yeah, it's was, fantastic. I mean, they were, tra- they, I mean, they were chanting, you know, right? That they were, uh, you know, they were chanting, fuck Trey Young, right? Like that, like 15,000 New Yorkers yeah. is ringing in their name and you'd have the, the guts to turn around and bow and be like, you know, I love you. Thank you. Uh, you know, like that's, <laughs> that's just, that's just great. And that's, uh, you know, and it's, it's unfortunate because we haven't talked since this series started, but it's unfortunate what happened with him and Westbrook and all that, all the stuff where the fans took it too far. You know, yeah. when he got yeah, spinning you never want to see that. Or the, the popcorn being dumped or Jao Moran's yeah. parents getting taunted and stuff like that. Like that, yeah. there's no need for that. But what I liked is that Trey Young turned around to the rest of the fans who were, and he was playing with them. You know, mm-hmm. the NBA needed a villain, and Trey Young's a villain, and now he's going to go to Philly and do the same thing there. And it, those two fan bases are crazy, yeah. right? Yeah. And for him to be able oh, yeah. to have that show, to take and them be on. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I'm the I'm, I'm trying to think of a WWE wrestler the comparison, but he's like like I'm I'm like the the, the Undertaker or whatever. Like I'm coming in and I don't care. <laughs> it's kind of awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. It was really remarkable to see, and and it, you you know those those moments blew up because you saw them all over social media. They're all over Instagram, all of my Twitter feed was always just Trey Young, Trey Young every single game. So it was really good for basketball. It was fun to fun to watch, and fortunately didn't get her picks right. But huge shout out to uh, the GM for the Hawks, who was a Travis Slank, I think, and uh, and Nate McMillan too for putting like together a team that caters Trey Young. Caters to Trey Young so well, and he shows. His team could make some noise. Do you think Mil- his team could make some noise, guys? And it was yeah, not yeah, something no, I uh, sure. had anticipated going in. But do you think Milwaukee's kicking themselves just a little for bit Bogdan? Uh, I think a little, I think a lot of it. They're kicking themselves. And they, yeah. I mean, Milwaukee's looks really good, um, but I think that would be maybe the push them over the top piece. If they had Bogdanovich and Drew Holiday and Chris yeah. Middleton, because remember they weren't giving up any of those guys. It's a stack. No, I think I think that Brooklyn series might look yeah. different. Yeah, hundred percent. I completely agree. And Liam, you and I uh, said this when everything broke down. I forget when it was. It in like January or December? It was before the season. Everything happened. Yeah, was just before the season. Yeah, maybe okay, even okay. before so, the draft. Yeah, so like probably November. Because the Kings. December, this, yeah. the, the Kings did the ultimate Sacramento Kings move. They signed and traded a guy who didn't sign or didn't sign with them. <laughs> yeah, so dumb. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, we like so... to sign and trade LeBron for. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, LeBron doesn't play for your team. He's under contract for two others. <laughs> but we'd still like to. Yeah. Can we do that? Trust yeah. us. You don't yeah. need to I'm check sure with anyone like else. To, we signed him, and now we're going to trade him. So just uh, whatever team he wants yeah. to go to, send us package. It's like it's like when you get <laughs> it's like when, when you're a kid. And you get caught doing something, you're like, yeah, but uh, what you have to understand, Mom, is that you shouldn't look in my room at all. Everything's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't look in my room. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that was, like, that was completely botched. And Liam and I even said this earlier, like, we're like, 
that's a piece that Milwaukee's going to miss. And I think, I mean, I don't want to say you could see it now because they're still playing oh, yeah. good basketball, but I think they're, they're, I think they would have been a better team, but who knows? Um, but now let's get to the portion of when we make our predictions for the second round. So this is going to be juicy. Yeah. Um, let's see how, <laughs> hopefully we're a little bit better off than the first round, but I think we didn't, we did all right. Um, so you know what, Dave, let, let's go. Since you're the guest, you're the honored guest. We'll let you go first. Ring off your, your second round picks. Now that all the teams are set. I feel like this is like, no, 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 no. You go in the water where yeah. the shark was. It, it's probably gone by now. It's like, it's, yeah, I see, I see how this goes. This is how this, just for future guests. Yeah. For future, you're yeah, welcome. You know, I'll take this I'm, I'm still, Dave, on, on low key, I'm still writing my picks down. So I just I had to do something to, to get you going first. You know what I mean? To, I need to delay right, a little the truth bit. Truth comes out. I got, yeah. I got Phoenix over, De- so can I do West first? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. I got Phoenix over over Denver. Now you want games, probably, right? Sure. Yeah, because we uh, want to do it for the graphic is, too. Yeah. yeah, of course. Um, I'm gonna go bold. I'm gonna say Phoenix and six. Nice. Okay. Uh, and then in the West, it's Utah and the Clippers, right? Yeah. We just found that out. I really hate doing this because I really don't want to, but I'm gonna say <laughs> wow. Clippers and seven. Oof. Okay. I don't want to, but because like. Nobody's really a Clipper yeah. fan. Like, sh- shut up! Mm-hmm. You're not Clippers fan. Yeah. You're anti. You're if you're a LA Clipper fan, you're an anti Laker fan yeah, in LA, saying. or you're just a guy who's chasing Kawhi Leonard and a bunch of billion. No, stop. You're no one's a Kawhi a plant player. guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen, guy. Uncle Dennis is handing out fives at the front of the of the LA uh, uh, Staples Center. He's like, here, put this on. Put put on this jersey. Here's five bucks. <laughs> um, in the East, I still got Philly. I think, uh, despite all of our Trey Young love and that team, that team does look really good. But I got, I'm gonna go Philly in seven. Okay. And I got Nets in five. Nets in five. Okay. Ooh, Nets in five. Wow, I just did that in. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I was like Nets in five. Okay, uh, Nets in five. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. The only thing that re- the the only reason it goes longer is if James Harden is out for from from multiple. He's already games. out yeah. for game two. Okay. Already ruled play. out. He's already ruled exactly. out for game two. Yeah, but again. They showed. I mean, they they played game one basically without him. He was forty seconds in, right? Like, and they and they. The key is Milwaukee has to play Milwaukee basketball, not try and compete against Brooklyn and Brooklyn's basketball. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn dictated the 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 tempo, the game plan. They were they were playing. They Milwaukee wasn't playing their game, right? They right. got caught up in it. And speaking of uh, WWE bad guys. Blake Griffin has told me. That hustle play over there? with the Nassus? Oh, the step yeah. over, yeah, that he was totally, bad. But I love that hustle yeah. play, man. He would <laughs> like rip it was like wrestling over, I don't know, like a toy with your brother. <laughs> or when or or on the in or on the um was it an inbound or a rebound play with Bobby Portis where he kicked double back and like stole it and got they got a, a they end up with a jump yeah. ball on it, but like he was throwing elbows. Hey, he's he's like, out hustling Bobby Portis. I mean, the guy, the guy, for some reason, he left Detroit and he got his knees back for some reason. I don't yeah, know how that magical happened. how that works. It's, it's the same. It's it, yeah, it's the same medicine that Vince took when he went from the Raptors to yeah. New Jersey. I think that medicine's you know sure, yeah. all of a sudden he can yeah. dunk again. That medicine's what? been passed around, yeah, passed like, down from generations. NBA player, NBA. Or, or like or like Harden, Harden yeah. wearing a fat suit in Houston and coming coming yeah, back to the Nets and he's like thin again. <laughs> uh, James Cheeseburger <laughs> Harden. And yeah. Anthony Street Clothes Davis, the greatest mission <laughs> of the year. Yeah. So yeah, so, those are my picks. I'm, I'm going bold. Okay. I think the, I'm I'm all in on the Nets train rolling into uh, the the conference final. 
Right. Okay. 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 Um, I'll go. I'll go second, and then Liam will leave you to last. Um, so for me, I made these picks. Other than the Jazz Clips one, I made it before uh, yesterday. So I had the I have the Clips in seven. Um, over the Jazz, I think that's gonna go the distance. And then I had the Suns in six because I just lo- love me the the Suns. Um, Philly at Philly in in six as well over the Hawks. I did give the Hawks two games, and then I have. Uh, the Nets, I had the Nets over the Bucks in seven. I thought that was going to go the distance before end, but I mean, maybe, am I, am I less confident after the first game? <laughs> a little, but I still have them in seven. How about you, Liam? Yeah, oh, I, I know I had the Nets oh, okay. in seven. Yeah, I mean, I meant oh, like yeah. the game, the games wise. I still didn't think the Nets going to win, but yeah. Um, I'm okay. I'm shocked that you guys both picked the Clippers. Um, I just, I'm, I'm on really? Utah. I'm on Utah in five. I think that's just so much. Yeah, five, five, man. That's so much more nice. of a consistent team than the Clippers. Like, I, like I saw it in your eyes when you had to make that pick, Dave. You're like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Just don't do it, guys. Just don't do it. <laughs> don't want to do it. Let's let's go with the Jazz. They they're a well-oiled machine. The Clippers are like they could come out and not try for a game, and they gonna they're gonna fight between each other. Rondo's in there being. Listen, the real housewives of the LA Clippers are going to be a seven-game disaster, and I'm here for it. Okay? It's the same thing that happened where they're like, we fight, we fight, we fight, and they're like, hey, guys, guess what? We actually have to win this. And Kawhi's like, don't worry, son. I got it. I just also don't think the Jazz have a Luka that can cause it problems like to the Clippers. Like, like the the Utah doesn't have that. Their strength is in numbers. I don't honestly. Maybe maybe this is. I just don't rate Donovan Mitchell that much. But I don't think he's not close to Luka Doncic in terms of like offensive. Oh gosh, no, no, no. But yes. But would you say that Tim Hardaway is better than Mike Conley? (laughs) No, I wouldn't say that. But I just think think. you can. But you can you can deal with like a a Mike Conley and a Donovan Mitchell. You can't deal with like a Luka Doncic like that caliber of player. That's what I'm saying. Like. The Clippers couldn't deal yeah, with that. The why Clippers they, they did deal far. with it, and now they won't be able to deal with the strength and numbers and the depth of the Jazz. I think, like these, these are these are two opposite okay. teams. They, like, obviously mm-hmm. the Mavs did give them trouble, yes. but the, you know the, the Jazz are kind of built like almost polar opposite of of the Mavs. Yeah, built different. <laughs> built different in the in the <laughs> classical sense, not how they use it these days. Um, yeah. But I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. I think I think okay. the Jazz are going to are going to steamroll yeah. a little bit here, and it's going to be a wake up. I like how we have different picks, though. I like um, it. Yeah, I I'm I'm kind of on the Suns bandwagon. You guys picked Suns as well. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we both picked them. In six. I, I'm uh, I'm in going six. Suns in five. I think uh, I think you sometimes see series like that you expect are going to be going longer. I feel like sometimes it just like second round series sometimes go a little bit quicker. Um, so I'm going to go Suns in five. No, no, no faith in, no faith in, uh, in Jokic. Well, that was, that was tough. It was when I was trying to make this pick, I was like, okay, how many games is Jokic going to steal by himself? And I was either two or one. I think the Suns are flying high, full of confidence after a huge series win. Um, I mean, Jokic, it's, it's tough yeah. to bet against him. Like, but, like my boy, uh, my, my boy, Kevin O'Connor from the ringer says the, the brave yeah, exactly. sons. they're, uh, the brave they're feeling sons. themselves <laughs> right now. Could get into a little bit of trouble yeah. if Chris Paul health issues do arise, which is always a possibility at this time mm-hmm. of year. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think they, I think they overwhelm them. Um, nice. Over in the East uh, we got, yeah, I, I had Philly in, in six. 
uh, still think it could happen. But um, to be honest, all these series, I think, could really go either way. Um, and uh, I have, I can't until I'm going to, I'm going to pick Brooklyn every single series for the rest of the way until they go down. Like I'm not picking against them. I, I have Brooklyn in six as well. Yeah. So Brooklyn in six. Okay. Um, yeah. Fair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, pick, I mean, it could be five, but I, even with, like you said, Dave, you kind of mentioned Harden going down. Could that could put that in jeopardy for me? The guy for me, it's Durant. Like, I feel like I'm so, if yeah, I'm on the side of Kevin Durant, like if I'm betting on them or if I'm picking them, I'm so confident when he's on the team. I think he's like my number one guy in the NBA that like, okay, Kevin Durant's not going to let the team lose the game. Like Kevin Durant, he'll get the ball and score whenever he needs to in the fourth quarter. So I think he's my number one clutch guy for, for these playoffs. Fair enough. Okay. And that's just kind of like how that's so just like kind of how I decide who's going to win the game, like which or who's going to win the the championship. Like which guy do I know is not going to let me down? Like I would trust I would trust this guy with my life at, that to to win this game. Yeah, yeah. No, I love the picks. Um, I can't wait to get that graphic up for everyone to see. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what happens in the next round. I think it's the game's going to be a lot more exciting to like what Liam said in the beginning. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to find out and see the storyline, see how everything progresses. And we'll definitely talk about that, um, next week, but I do wanted to get into, we'll transition from the NBA to the WNBA. I know we're going to be talking a lot more about it in upcoming weeks because that's going to be something that we're going to be watching, keeping an eye on now that the season started. Um, but we go to our foremost expert on the WNBA so far that we've seen. And that's you, Dave. Dave, you gotta give us some, give us, give me some, some favorites for the WNBA, some storylines that we should, we should be following, keeping an eye out. Okay. Um, as, as, as novices in WNBA and getting uh, into it. People were betting heavy on Las Vegas, uh, pardon the pun, on Las Vegas <laughs> and the Aces being, this is their year. Uh, mm-hmm. Bill Embiid's their coach. He's won multiple titles in the, in the W before. So, you know, it's all, he's, but the Seattle Storm with the GOAT, uh, Super have lost one game all season. One. They're steamrolling. So, uh, repeat champs. I'm calling it right now. Seattle's winning it. The other team you want to watch. Uh, anyway, is, sorry, sorry to cut you off, Dave, but did you say Bill Lambier? Like yeah. the Bill Lambier? Yeah. He's the coach. Yeah. He's been a long time coach in the Ducks. Oh, really? I did not know that. Oh, I did yeah, not know yeah. that. That's awesome. He knows a thing yeah. or two about winning. Um, and he coaches, okay. and yeah. he coaches in Las Vegas. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's a good, you know, it's a dry heat for him. It's great. He loves it. Uh, That's you know, awesome. Throw down Sorry, a couple stacks. On, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, and he's good to go. Uh, no, yeah. so I wanted just, to just like give he, you that. Just like so he was throwing bodies on the floor back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you, I'm gonna give you uh, um, uh, a storyline to watch. There's three players, actually, I wanted to highlight. Because everyone knows kind of Sue Bird or Brianna Stewart because or yeah. Bernie Griner or Tarasi because they're big names. I wanted to give you three names to watch. I mean, and I'll tell okay. you why. So the first one is Liz... Ken Baj, who is the center forward for Las Vegas. She's dropping 15 and 8 right now, and her field goal percentage is 62%. She's shooting 62% wow. from the field on 15 and 8. And she doesn't get the touches that Aja Wilson is. She's not featured. She's just picking things up. So mm-hmm. that's that's an impressive line. Um, Washington, the Mystics are kind of in like a – much like the, the, the Wizards, they're kind of like a middle-of-the-road team. Uh, but Ariel Atkins, 
She's shooting 48% from three and I'm averaging 18 a game. Like, those are superstar numbers. Yeah. And then the, you know, my 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 new favorite player in the W, behind it's Sue Bird and then this one, uh, is John Kel Jones from Connecticut. She plays for, she's averaging, so she's shooting from three, she's shooting 46% from three, which is wow. impressive. She's Very averaging impressive. 10 and a half rebounds, nine defensive rebounds a game. Uh, two blocks a game and tw- and dropping twenty one. Uh, that's a force to be reckoned with, right there. <laughs> yeah, that you is, don't usually that, see that, that three point percentage and rebounds. Yeah, that is like that's a twenty. Into, like she is a double double machine. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so that's uh, like a that's like a card well. Connecticut, Connecticut could come out of the east. <laughs> so yeah, that's like a Carl Anthony Towns stat line. That that's amazing. That's truly amazing. <laughs> she she had a play last night against New York that was unbelievable. So she got doubled on the baseline, mm-hmm. kicked it out to um, to her teammate who, hit, who drained a three. New York decided to fast it out, you know, get going. On, run it. She runs the entire line, baseline to baseline, and got the block on the other end. Love it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. The, and um, the, the, I've, I've been saying this for a couple of years about the WNBA. They were prototypical because because the, the just the nature of the game. That's a shooter's league, right? Much like the NBA's mm-hmm. become a shooter's league now because the, everyone values the three over the two, right? Mm-hmm. The the W's been doing that forever. So the players, uh, they they can all sh- like switch and shoot threes. It's it's crazy. Yeah, we we like this is something that Liam and I talked about. We're we're gonna get on that WNBA grind. Like it's a it seems like super interesting league and. We're really happy to have you on in the show, Dave, to like shed like more light on it because Liam and I by far are any experts on WNBA. So we're really happy we can have you on and someone who's really enjoying it. And we hope to to start watching it too. Right? Yeah, Liam? dude, there's so much hype for I like I feel like this year there's been the most hype for the WNBA than any other year. Like there's high like Kia Nurse game winners. There's like Sabrina highlights on Sports Center and stuff. Like yeah. it's looking pretty lit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right yeah so so it's it just honestly it's it's really fun watching these uh like these highlights and stuff like that like like you said to your point liam like house of highlights i'm even like i'm not sure where i saw it on instagram but i'm starting to see a lot more highlights from the the WNBA, WNBA. so it's gonna be really fun to see what's coming in the future that's for sure uh yeah and like i said the best is still the best deal in league pass 20 bucks watch any game on your laptop uh no tape delay not it's 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 phenomenal yeah for sure all right so the, now we transition into something else um love talking about WNBA, but we are running a bit on time here so um so let's go to let's talk about the canada's national team here um let's go to canada's national team here where Excuse me. Were, were we going to go talk to to uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the players that are going to camp in the men's basketball team, which is which is really exciting uh, to see. But so I don't know if you guys heard anything about this, but Canada in the past hasn't had the greatest um, track record for getting their a lot of their professional talent in the NBA out to these camps or to uh, qualify for the Olympics. So l- let me know what you guys think about. Um, the announcements on, on all these players going to attending these training camps before the qualifying games in uh, NBC. Liam, that's your yeah. backyard. You go well, first. I don't know. That's <laughs> kind of sad that they can't get these guys out. 
like you'd think you'd have more national pride to, to represent your, your country. Um, but I don't know, Canada basketball has never been in a better position in terms of talent and producing players. So I don't know, maybe now they're finally like, you know what, we got a chance to, you know, make some noise here, win a medal or, or whatever. So, um, yeah, plus a lot of these kids, uh, listen, I say kids because I'm an old man, but like a lot of these guys are, came up in the national program. Remember before, the guys didn't play for the national program. They didn't play in the under 18s, yeah. they didn't, right? Like it's, they've, they've come along, they've actually played a lot together mm-hmm. coming up. So it's, I it think, and let's not underestimate the fact that you got Nick Nurse, who's a name brand a- NBA coach. Yeah. NBA champion. Right? Oh, yeah. Like uh, he's a championship coach. He's a, you know, guys like playing for him. Listen, Leo Routens, no sh- no disrespect, no shade at all. Leo Routens has done a ton for Canada basketball and basketball in general. Jay Triano, you know, it, uh, amazing job developing the program. But these guys are not closers, right? You know, they're not. Yeah, yeah. And Nick and, Nurse and, is here because the Nick Nurse only took the job because he looked around and went, "Hey, that's some good talent. Let's close the deal. Let's get a match." Yeah, exactly. And just to to kind of highlight and give some information, people who are looking forward to these qualifying games. Um, they do start, I believe, but near the end of June and you can watch them. I believe even Dazen now you can watch it on Dazen and probably TSN as well. They'll be highlighting these qualifying games. If Canada wins uh, this qualifying bracket in BC, they play against three other teams or sorry, five, was it five other teams and two, two groups of three. So if they win that, they'll qualify for the Olympics. So, um, yeah, I just want to highlight some players and let me know if I miss any from you guys, but. We have some big names from Can- in Canada basketball, for like Nikhil Alexander Walker from New York Pelicans, RJ Barrett going out to these can- to this camp. Uh, you have Ken Birch, Toronto Raptors' very <laughs> own. Um, you have O'Shea Brissett, Dylan Brooks, a uh, big part of Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, Brendan Clark as well. Um, our boy Lucas Dort uh, out there as well. So we have all the all this talent coming out that usually we didn't see there. And and oh yeah, and Andrew Wiggins as well. Um, so. The only big names we're really missing is um, Shea Gilgis Alexander, but he's out recovering from a knee injury, and then also um, uh, Boucher as well, who's uh, recovering from an injury as well. So pretty much everyone's there. So I'm super excited to see what what's coming this summer for for Canada basketball, and I cannot wait to start watching the games. I don't I'm know expecting about you guys. a medal, Canada. I'm expecting a medal. Yeah, I don't do I, it. listen. I you know uh, I will say I agree. I think uh, I think they're primed. I don't know if I can say I expect yeah. it because there's a lot of there's a lot of good international teams, mm-hmm. uh, and you know if I can just pivot quickly back to the women's game. The women, however, are coming yeah, home yes. with a medal. I'm Good expecting a medal from both. Yes. They're coming yeah. home with them. Oh, all right. I think I think gold is better. I think we're we're looking for gold from the women's. Probably they're that good, and also maybe let's go for a bronze. Yeah. Let's yeah. temper expectations for the for the men's team. Let's go for a bronze here. Um, but yeah, so. Love to, love to talk way more about stuff, but we do have a surprise because next week Liam and I will be hopping on Dave's right. podcast, right, Dave? Sh- yeah. Shout out, shout out where your podcast quickly. You so can find, the- uh, yeah, quickly because I I'm looking at the time I have on my recording and it's saying I have like a minute and a half, and then I'm okay. then, then I run out of tape or something. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in this thing. Um, the hamster's tired. <laughs> so uh, basically, uh, my show is called 3 and D. You can find me on Spotify or wherever you get podcasts, uh, except for Apple mm-hmm. Podcasts because they still charge me to <laughs> to get on there. So other, yeah. other than Apple Podcasts, you can find it there. It's 3 and D. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to next week chopping up uh, on my show where I get to lead and ask the questions and then we'll see what happens yeah. to guests. <laughs> get the, put, get the pressure on <laughs> Exactly. Us. Yeah, exactly. And we'll, we'll, Liam and I will continue the conversation a little bit after Dave leaves, but he has to get going. We really appreciate 
Um, Dave, you coming on and we cannot wait. And I'm just speaking for myself. I'm assuming Liam as well. We cannot wait to have you back on and going to your podcast. We'll shout out all your, your socials and where you can find your podcast as well in our next post for this week. Um, so yeah, thanks Dave for coming on. Thanks guys. Thanks so much. Enjoy, uh, enjoy the, the week and we'll still talk on my show next week and whenever you guys want to have me back. Thanks Here's so much. Dave. Sounds good. Sounds good. Thanks Dave. All right, Liam, one last thing. Um, unfortunately, Dave couldn't talk to us about this, but I did want to give a shout out to Coach K. Oh, yeah. Um, nice, Dan. Quickly before we end off the show. Yeah. So shout out to Coach K. Um, he's retiring after the next season. Um, it will be his last year playing, uh, being the head coach of Duke. He's still going to be part to some capacity. I'm assuming being an advisor or something like that. Um, but he's going to be, um, releasing his duties as head coach after next season. Just want to highlight some things of his career. Um, he's already a, a Hall of Famer in NCAA and in NBA, like just a basketball Hall of Fame, sorry. Um, so he's won five NCAA titles, 12 Final Four appearances. He's got, he's had 15 30 plus win seasons, three Olympic gold medals as a head coach, two as the assistant, and he's won three coach of the years, 15 ACC tournaments, and 12 regular season ACC tournaments. So what an impressive resume from an absolute legend of the game. Yeah, man. It's, uh, like I'm sure you've seen that picture of Roy and uh, Roy Williams and Coach K, like just like having like a really yeah. I don't know, like a nice moment, like a handshake, and they both just like looking at each other with so much mm-hmm. admiration. Big time changing in the guard. Bayheim's probably going to be heading out the next year or two as well. Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. that's going to be that's I don't know. It's just insane to like I think Roy's been with um, North Carolina since '78. Coach K, how long has he been with Duke? He's been with 41 oh, years, like, I believe. He's been with Duke. So that's what, eight, since eight, 1980, mm-hmm. basically, when you got that's appointed? That's just going to be, like, sometimes, so, that's just going to be so weird to see a Duke team coached not by Coach K and a, a UNC mm-hmm. team coached not by Roy Williams. Like, it's, uh, I feel like that gets used a lot. Like, oh, it's going to be a weird seeing that. But this is truly, like, people alive haven't, like, most people that are going to be watching have never seen cool. it before ever. Yeah, exactly. So it's absolutely insane. And like, you can't stress how much, uh, someone like him has done to like the college basketball community. Um, even like, especially like at Duke as well. Like, it's going to be completely different not seeing him in the sidelines. I'm sure he's done a lot. And I saw this on ESPN when they were talking about him, but like, how many lives he's probably like touched and like changed as well. Just over the past yeah. 40 years, um, teaching a lot of people about the sport, how to become, uh, young men and stuff like that. Like, it's just crazy. To see like that is all going to come to an end and basically in less than a year, probably. So, yeah, um, really sad to see him go. But he said he wants to focus on his like family and, and stuff like that, which is totally understandable. He get, he's given up basically his whole life to the game. So, yeah, shout out to Coach K. And yeah, we're going to be enjoying the last season. This will probably be the only season where I'm not hating on yeah. Duke this year. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, like, I mean, I hope they don't win it in this, um, at the cost of Baylor, but let's see them ha- go for a run and hopefully they have a good program, like a good team this it's year. It's kind of, when I saw that he was staying on for next year, I was like, oh man, why couldn't have Roy done that? Imagine those two like battling out yeah. last year for like ACC glory. Oh yeah. That would have been just something. That'd have been a great storyline yeah. to follow, but, um, yeah, couple legends. And uh, like you said, kind of, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, oh man, I don't, I don't really want to feel good for Duke because you know, yeah. Um, but <laughs> I guess yeah. yeah, a little bit. I'm, I will be slightly, slightly 
a sliver of sadness when they do lose their last game, hopefully to Kentucky and, you know, the uh, men's championship game. But uh, there will be a sliver of, yeah. um, I don't know, sadness about about that. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so that caps off our podcast. Really fun having Dave on again. Um, Liam, a pleasure mm-hmm. as usual. Thank you. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We finally back after a couple of weeks. A little R and R, little vacation, you know. Um, so we're gonna be we'll be back strong next week. Um, we're gonna be going on Dave's podcast, so we should give you guys the links to that, so you guys can listen to us there that week. I don't know if we'll be recording that week because we'll be on Dave's. Um, Liam and I will discuss, but um, yeah, well, you definitely hear our voices in one show or the other and so, uh, yeah i'll uh, make sure yeah. to get some liam's locks out go this ahead, week yes sir there we go get liam's locks and even more saucy is with the international tournaments coming up they're gonna have some international basketball betting nice. I'm sure Liam oh, too, right? sure. put some futures up on there i'll probably put some futures up for sure so cannot wait and yeah thanks everyone for listening again um stay safe stay healthy and yeah peace you know